Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Jay Coles from Channel 5 filling in for the mayor. Joe Souchere today. We've got Reavers on production and we've got Height in the Newsroom. And I told you I couldn't be more excited than this next interview. I can't remember the last time I was this excited to interview anybody because I, I told you this. I don't have very I don't have favorite television shows until now. This is a show I don't miss. I tape it. I make sure I watch it because it is that good. And if you do not know Maine Cabin Masters, <laughs> you are gonna love it because you're gonna go watch it at Monday night. Monday night here in the Twin Cities at nine o'clock on the DIY network. Maine Cabin Masters. You got a group of characters, a group of goofballs that I just absolutely love who take these historic, in most cases, historic, to some degree historic, main cabins. And I'm not talking mansions. We're talking the cabins like we grew up here with here in Minnesota and Wisconsin, the true family cabins. And they take these budgets of 20, 30,000 and do unbelievably great work. But mixed in with that is this cast of, of, of characters, these goofballs. And I mean that in an affectionate way. They're goofballs you're going to love. And I tracked down, and he's been kind enough to join us, the guy who runs the show. He runs it all. He's an iron-fisted boss by the name of Chase Morrill, the head of Maine Cabin Masters on Garage Logic. Chase, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, no problem. My pleasure. <laughs> no, <laughs> listen, for having me. Listen, I'm trying to tell people about this show because you've only been around, what's your second year, right? Yeah, we just wrapped up our second season. It is a fantastic show. And I'm going to tell you something, Chase. I tape it. I watch it religiously with the domestic boss. The domestic boss loves it. She, in fact, she is jealous that I'm talking to you today, and she's <laughs> she's not talking to you. I love the whole. Well, first of all, in order to enjoy those shows, you got to connect with the hosts, and and you guys are a very likable goofball bunch. Uh, but, Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, it's, and I mean that sincerely. But on top of that, the work you guys do is absolutely incredible. I and you do you take these cabins now. Here in the, I told you this, we're in the land of 10,000 lakes and twice as many yeah. cabins, right? Yeah. Um, sure. What you do with them, you know, I get so disappointed sometimes, and I'm, I'm just going to speak from the heart here, that I see these mansions going up on lakes, and I'm like, that ain't a cabin, man. That's not exactly what I had in mind. What you guys do is take these rustic, sometimes historic cabins, and your budget is always around 20 to 30 grand, right? And 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 t- t- how do you pull that off? How does this come together with such great workmanship and uh, and craftsmanship that you guys have? How do you do it? <laughs> I, it's, you know? I mean, I yeah, get it. Well, we, you know, we've got a great we've got a great crew. I mean, it's, you know, it's me, my brother, my brother-in-law, my sister. It's all guys we grew up together and we're all from the central main area and you know, we all have a cabin, or we've got family or friends who have a small cabin. We grew up going to the lake, and, you know, not necessarily the lake, but anywhere, and just, we really appreciate being there, being in the moment and in the place, so we kind of translate that to each family, because, like you said, we want to preserve, preserve that for future generations, for everybody to go and yeah. you know, enjoy being on lake and stuff like that, but it's yeah. uh, you guys, you guys have also enlightened me to two things about Maine. Now, I, 
I, you know, I understand the the Northeast, New Hampshire, Vermont. There's, I mean, it's beautiful areas all across there. But I, I don't think I fully appreciated, truly appreciated, how absolutely gorgeous the state of Maine is, and how diverse its topography is. I mean, you, I tell people, think of it like when you watch this show, it's like Minnesota and northern Wisconsin and northern Minnesota, only with an ocean coastline and rivers and mountains. I mean, it, that... Oh, yeah. It, Maine has it all, really. It's <laughs> incredible. Know. Incredible. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all live here. We love it. We, we were born and raised here. It's our state. And we're, we're proud to show the beauty of Maine to the rest of the country. It's kind of the end of the line. You don't really... It's not a pass-through state. It's a destination state. Um, it's you know it's called vacation land for a reason because there's just there are there's so many there's the ocean there's the mountains there's the down east there's the central I mean all sorts of areas and it's all beautiful. It's it's great and and I love what you guys do with those cabins. Like I tried to tell people, they come in and they take a, a family cabin and for twenty to thirty I don't think I've seen one where the budget with the family was over thirty thousand. And what you transform it into, because you're a, you're a nut job for saving things and using them, even if they're yeah. years old, which I absolutely appreciate and wish I could do as well as you do, because uh, I can't I can't screw in a doorknob. So I really appreciate what you guys do, <laughs> and I love everybody in the show. I love your sister Ashley or her, her husband Ryan. Oh yeah. I mean Lance is out. I mean Lance when Lance got the emus and you built his ca- you moved his cabin. <laughs> For his new wife, and he got the emus, and he said, what's the name of his wife again? Lily. Lily loves emus. I love Illy, so therefore I love emus now, too. I'm like, that a boy, Lance. I get it. Well, the funniest thing is now they have five emus. What? Oh, I did not know. <laughs> okay, so they got a family now. Oh, well, yes, absolutely. I mean, can, how do you – and here's the other question now. The domestic boss and I are often like – we get really jealous at the end of the day when you guys sit down and have a cold one and you have the splendor, this beauty, wherever you're working, right? And you get oh, to enjoy it at the end yeah. of the day. Where the heck do you guys go? Because you don't go home and come back the next day, right? What? How do you manage this? You're in the middle of nowhere sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you know. Sometimes we stay right up to the area we're working, but you know, that's another beautiful thing is we're in Central Maine, two hours from where we are. You can be just about you can cover most of the state. Okay. Know? Okay. So. Where you know, we try and keep it centrally located, but you know, we go where we have to. But like you said, I mean, we're working in these camps in the height of summer. It's just a beautiful time. You know, one season we're out on the middle of an island in the middle of summer, got the place to ourselves. It's like this isn't bad. This isn't bad at all. <laughs> no, I get jealous a lot. In fact, I watched this week's episode with the Pillsbury House on the river, and you call them the Forks, right? The yeah. Forks, the yeah. Forks. Am I yeah. right? Uh, absolutely gorgeous. Now, how? Okay, so you guys are amazing. Like you come in there, and I know this is condensed for television. I get it, but you you get your little uh, you know your little etch a sketch out, and you go, "I'm going to put a porch here, and I'm going to pitch the roof here, and I'm going to." And I'm just like, "Wow, how do you envision all of that?" And he puts it on a little whiteboard, and then how do you know? How can you get those supplies to where you need to get them? Like up on that river, like how I, I still I still can't wrap my arms around how you guys pull this off. I or does the DIY crew run for you? I don't know. It's amazing. No, well, you know, I mean, we're in Maine. It's the most forested state in the country, and we've got a bunch of great lumber yards that we work with. And you know, they they kind of know what we're when when we come in, what we're looking for, and try and be prepared. And you know, we do this season. We did sixteen cabins, so it was like wow. just four. So we were just, I mean, going strong all summer. And well, it's yeah, ex- you know, it's extraordinary. 
Thanks. Thanks. Uh, and, and, and Ashley, your sister Ashley, what she did with those oars to use those oars at the Pillsbury cabin to make him oh, yeah. to make him on the put him on the porch as swinging, you know, towel dryers. <laughs> I'm like, that's genius. Yeah. That's little it's, things it's, like that. I don't. It's incredible. It, it's the whole use it if you got it. Yeah. Um, it's the main, you know, frugality, Yankee ingenuity. It's like, okay, what do we have around us? What can we use? And how can we incorporate it? And how can we save money? Because really, we meet the camp owners, kind of discuss what they're looking for. They hand us the keys and walk away. I mean, there's a serious level of trust there yeah. between and, you know, we our goal is to make the camp usable. We're not looking to take it over the top. No, and you don't. You know, keep it functional because that's what camp is all about. It's just having a place to go and enjoy, whether you're in the mountains, the lake, the ocean, and just functional. Functional is what we try and keep in mind. And now, you just use an expression that's got to be unique to Maine and the Northeast, and the domestic boss and I have laughed about this a few times. Why do they keep calling it camp? It's the camp. It's the you never say the <laughs> you never say the cabin. You never yeah. say the lake home. You know, down oh. here, if we're talking about the camp, we're talking about pitching a tent or a trailer. We call it the cabin or the place yeah. up north. You guys always call it the camp. Well, yeah, up to, up to camp, up to camp, up to camp. Yeah, but we didn't realize that was true until because the production company's out of Colorado. Okay. And so they showed up, and they're like, you keep calling it camp. And right. Like, we're like, yeah, it's camp. No. <laughs> so apparently that is definitely not a... <laughs> it's a New England thing or something. Yeah, I guess I so. Hey, uh, Chase, this is Chris. I was the guy that called you earlier. I have a quick question kind of off subject for you really briefly. Um, are you, You're familiar with the show Saturday Night Live, I would assume, correct? Yes, absolutely. So right now, as you're talking to uh, my friend over here, Mr. Jay Coles, are you kind of picturing back when Chris Farley interviewed Patrick Swayze going, you know that one time you did the show, it's cool. I am starstruck. I, 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 yeah, I'm starstruck, and Reavers knows he can tell. Oh, All right? I said, no, you don't understand. I I work in television, so I get when people think they know, yeah, right? And they sure, sure, sure. I said, no, I these guys. I want to go hang out with Chase and Ryan and Jedi and Dixie. You're, you're assuming I, you're invited, but oh that's no, fine. I am. I'm coming to Maine. Absolutely, come and, on up. And, and the domestic boss and I are going to go with Chase and Ashley and the crew. In fact, I wish I, Ashley was there right now. I'd love to talk to Ashley because you know what? When you're not looking, she talks into the camera and makes fun of yeah. you. All right? Oh, I know. I learned all the time. Let me see if I can get her real fast. She it's says, to, oh, oh, you're going to get her? Nice. I'm going to try. Ashley! <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Morrill is his sister. They, right. they run this, well, the show is called Cabin, Main Cabin Masters. Nine o'clock Mondays on DIY, but. They also have another company together, uh, Kennebec Property Services, I think is what it's called, but the show's called Main Cabin Masters. <laughs> they are hilarious. So he's gone. These guys are characters, man. You... Is Ashley in here? Ashley. Where is he? He's roaming the cabin trying to see <laughs> if Ashley's all right, available. We're all here right now working at, oh my God, Captain, give me a look at they're, they're, they're working on a cabin now. Oh, this is fantastic for me. I'm such, I'm such a big fan. Chase, you are my new best friend. You have no idea. Ashley, come on up to me. Oh. Hold on. Here, here's Ashley right now. Oh, and it's Ashley. We get the double. This is Hello? Ashley. Hi, it's Jay in the Twin Cities. You're on the radio, so please don't swear. <laughs> I, told, I told Chase. 
I told Chase, I said, you guys are my favorite show. I never miss it. I, I'm telling everybody in Minnesota, you got to watch Main Cabin Masters. Oh, awesome. You got Chase. And, so much. Yeah, you got these lovable goofballs. You guys are lovable goofballs. <laughs> we and, are. Yeah. And here's what I love the most. Like, I was telling them, <laughs> like, at that Pillsbury cabin this week, what you did, yeah. with, the, what you did with those oars to hang the towels on the, on the porch. Oh, right? yeah. Wasn't that awesome? Yeah, like I could use one of those at my place. And I'm like, where do they come up with this stuff? Like, I would have never thought to do that. But what I love even more is Chase really thinks he runs the show, but it's really you. It's really you. Well, we all know that. Just don't tell him. No, I think my, my favorite was in the last show... You pretty much, when Chase isn't on camera, you like to tell all of us, he thinks he's going to get his way on this, but I'm really yeah. going to have mine. And I loved it. What Chase had a problem with something you were using on a table today, because I watched yeah. the show today. I tape it. No, he didn't want me to stand the table. Yeah, because you, but you were using some kind of an oil he did. He was worried yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What exactly. was that all about? What, what, what was wrong with the oil? Because it wasn't his idea. It had to be his idea. <laughs> Is that it what it was? Today. It just happened today. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, could. I come up with... <laughs> well, here's the deal. I can't ever tell, like, Chase sometimes, you know, what I love is the natural monster. Chase sometimes does look like he wants to rip your head off. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm, waiting, I'm, really waiting, does. I'm waiting for that drama to unfold, and somehow you completely disarm him. And you're brilliant. Well, and you're brilliant. You got out of the way of that window today. Uh, the Pillsbury window. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, Jed, I came in and saved the day. You did save the day. Good talking with you. I hope we'll see you in Maine this summer. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you guys have to go already? Oh, no, no, no. We're just uh, we're just on a job site right now, and the film crew's here, and it's just a crazy day. Hey, hold we're on. All... Can you hold on, Ashley? we got to take a break. I'm going to come right back to you. Can you yeah, hold on? Absolutely. All right, hang <laughs> on. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Okay, you got Jay Coles here from Channel 5 filling in for the mayor on AM 1500. This made my week, man. I've got main cabin masters on the show. I've got Chase Morrill and his uh, sister Ashley. I don't know which one of you are. Are you both there or just one of you now? It's just Ashley now. Okay, Ashley, I want to ask you this real quick, then I want to ask Chase this. What's your favorite one so far, other than when you did your redid your family uh, camp? Uh, what, what's your favorite project? And I'll tell you mine. I'll tell you mine. Well, I really can't say that. <laughs> what's what's the what's one sticks out in your head the most that maybe you this, didn't think you were going to make the deadline but you did and oh man it turned out better than we it, thought. It's the um, probably the Bunganut Creek one, the first one that we did. Oh but yeah, I, okay. I, 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 I know. I'll tell you, my husband's though, it's coming up and it's a pretty popular band, his favorite band. Yeah. His uh, that's that's definitely his favorite. Well, I I like the one where you guys were down on some kind of. Uh, and maybe it's the same one. I, I can't remember the name of it. Um, it's like a, a, a back bay coming, you know, from the ocean with the high tide, low tide, and this thing was like a, on stilts. And you yeah, guys, yeah, yeah, that's that's mine. That's the that's the same one, isn't it? Yep, it used to be an old clam shack. An old clam shack. It that how you? I thought that whole thing was going to come tumbling down at some point. Oh yeah, so did I. <laughs> it had like it had like a huge layer of concrete on the floor. Right. Um, as, as soon as we got rid of that, it lightened it up, and I didn't feel scared in it. But we found some interesting things in that one. We found this old love note. Uh, yes. From this guy that was uh, oh, was that? a lady was writing him a note from the house, but he was in jail, and she was writing it on stolen stationery from the place that she worked. It was just it was funny. The whole thing. Well, even the no nuke thing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. I didn't even realize that part of history, uh, the no nuke, uh, that was a big move up in uh, Maine at the time, right? A political movement. And oh, you guys yeah, found the sign, saved the sign, and, and kept it. I love how you guys incorporate the history of these places. Uh, it's fascinating. Well, that's a big part of it, um, especially for the producers, too. They like a good storyline, you know? I mean, most of us can't have good storylines, but... There's some that have more than others, you know. And I didn't realize, I told Chase this, I wasn't trying to slight Maine. I was new Maine, and the New England area was beautiful. I've been out there. I've never been to Maine, believe it or not, but I've been to New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts. And I said, Maine, you think of northern Minnesota and Wisconsin only with some, maybe with some, some smaller mountains and, and an ocean line. I mean, it's incredible what you guys have there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got it all. It's awesome here. What are you working <laughs> at? Where, where are you guys this week, by the way? This week, we are starting um, season three. Yeah, I know. You've so, only been around a couple. Where are you right now, though? Where are you working now? We are in, like, right outside of Augusta. Oh, sort of in the middle of the state, kind of? Yep. Um, we are all kind of live right around here. Yeah. Um, and so when it's this cold out and this much snow still, yeah, we kind of, like, try to stay local. Yeah, I, uh, I, and I, I, I'm sorry you got to work with Lance. Other than that, no, I, I love that guy. When you guys moved that cabin to Mary, Lance, and Lily, and he had to get the emus, I about, I about lost it. The emus, the emus. <laughs> I'm coming for you, sweetheart. I saw that line. Did you hear that? I, I saw it the other night. I watched it. And I'm like, I said, I think I like Lance's version better. <laughs> is, uh, is, uh, Ch- is Chase there? I was going to chat with him one last time and then say goodbye. Yeah. Let me just go see. Sorry. Yeah, Everybody's how- kind of running around everywhere right now. That's okay. Yeah. How's Ryan doing, by the way? Oh, well, good. He just um, ran home because I forgot something for this project. Yeah, you would never do so that. He's, yeah. He's not very happy with me because apparently I didn't put any oil in my car. <laughs> and it's making a funny noise, so I just got a dirty look. Good chase right here. Hold on one second. Good talking to you. Yeah, Ashley, nice talking to you. I'm going to come out and hey, visit you. Thanks for watching. Yeah, definitely. All right, we're coming out. The domestic boss and I are coming out, man. Okay, perfect. Here's Chase. All right, Chase. Hey. Chase, you've been too kind to do this. I asked Ashley this, and i got to ask you the same question because I have my personal favorite. Out of the first two seasons, what's your favorite one so far that you've redone? Oh, gosh. Um, what did Ashley say? <laughs> she picked. She picked mine. She picked uh, the one that she got. I, I said it. I said it was the one that was on stilts in some back bay, and it oh, had the yeah, it had the no nuke, no nuke thing, and the love letter, and all that. And uh, yeah. I thought that thing was going to fall on top of everybody. I thought it was going to kill all of you, actually. <laughs> um, the Travis Mills episode was pretty special. Yeah. Oh, able, yeah. The veteran. To be involved with that was a really. You know, it was a humbling experience, and just glad to be part of that. Yeah, and, and for the for the viewers that don't know, oh, by the way, this is Chase Morrill. He and his sister Ashley, kind enough oh, yeah. to join us for Main Cabin Masters, nine o'clock on Mondays here on the DIY Network. Okay, you don't want to miss this. It's a great show, my favorite. And for those who didn't see that episode or know what we're talking about, they should go find it because you, you helped a veteran out, uh, wounded veterans who come up and uh, yeah, and hang out. Google amputee who yeah. built the resort, yeah, a re- renovated resort in Maine to host. Wounded, uh, wounded, wounded warrior. Well, listen, I'm going to go watch the rest that I've got on DVR, and uh, I'm going to come out and see. You. I'm going to come out and see you guys because I got to meet Lance in person too. Excellent. <laughs> Thanks, Chase. I really appreciate the time. No problem. Thank you. You guys take care. Bye bye. 
You are going to. There he goes. Okay. I just hit the wrong button. Yes, you did. <laughs> How about I take it from here? You take it from here. Did I get out on time? Yeah, not really. Garage Logic will be back in just a moment, and now we're going to head out east and get the Your Money Now report. It comes to us courtesy from our friends down in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance. And from the Wall Street Journal, here he is, the man of the hour, Bruce Vale, with your money now. Well, we are seeing another volatile day of trading. We had a nice rally again this morning, just as we did yesterday, and stocks have given quite a bit back. The Dow Jones Industrial Average, though, is up a healthy 192 points, but the NASDAQ Composite keeps dropping into negative territory. It is now down one point. The S&P 500 is ahead just six. Cargill says aging U.S. infrastructure is holding back American farmers and exporters. Cargill's chief risk officer, Joe Stone, points to a place in Pennsylvania where a weak bridge forces truckers to take a longer route when traveling to and from the company's beef plant, costing about an extra half million dollars. At a USDA conference, Stone said a lack of funds to repair that bridge shows why a national infrastructure upgrade is urgent. Nevada's Attorney General announced a 44-state settlement with the U.S. subsidiary of Japanese auto parts supplier Takata over allegations that the company concealed safety issues related to its airbag systems that are installed in a wide variety of vehicles. TK Holdings, which filed for bankruptcy last June, agreed to pay the 44 states, including Minnesota, a total of $650 million, but given its inability to pay its debts, that amount likely will be adjusted. I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Uh, remember when uh, you were in the, the Beatles and uh, <laughs> you did that um, album, Abbey Road, <laughs> and uh, at the very end of uh, the song, <laughs> uh, the song it goes, uh, and in the end, the <laughs> love you take is equal to the love you make. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yes. Uh, is that true? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty I, accurate, I think. I'm not going to deny it. Jace Morrill, my hero. You know, In I'm, fact, I would I'm, say Chris Farley was much calmer than you were. He was better. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to butt in here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chris Reavers. Well, I, and to. I knew this was coming after yeah. I did that. At by the way. State Fair, I don't know, three or four years ago. Oh, God, it was longer than that. That was a really a six, let's say. Sure. Uh, Gary Loris, the leader of the Jayhawks. Uh, we we talked him into coming over to say hi to Joe. Oh, Fair. couldn't have been cooler. Could, really right. cool. And uh, and Chris was ba- back in the <laughs> green room, as we call it at Fair. Chris was genuflecting basically in front of him. And and then my kid is there, a fan of the Jayhawks, yeah, who about was about 16. fifteen at the time. Yeah. Let me guess, Reavers elbowed him right in the cheek. I, I said, "Do you want right. to get your picture taken with Gary?" He said, "Sure." He walks over there, and Reavers basically. Pushed him into the wall and out of the way <laughs> so he could early. get a picture. Taken Thank you, John. Like I knew so, there was something. To, I knew there was yeah. more to this. Out of the way, Dill. He's all mine. <laughs> you so, know, in that uh, one song, Mr. Jayhawk, <laughs> <laughs> that one you did. Yeah. That, that one, really good. Well, right? and in my defense, uh, <laughs> no, I no had defense. To, I had to keep him there because we, we had to stall because you know yeah. we had Doris on with the cow or something <laughs> to keep him no, occupied. No, 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 and the no, other part was no, we brought no. him out onto the stage. <laughs> Joe said hi. To and then said, 
Can't thank you enough for the time. Had him on for about 30 seconds. I'm, I'm going uh, to tell you that what he just told you is not true. Yes, it is true. All, all of this happened after Gary Loris was on the stage with Joe. Oh, Gary so. came back in the room to leave, uh, and that's and when Chris that's, elbowed yeah. my kid out of the way. Right in the uh, cheek, right? I don't remember that. Yeah. I think you got it backwards height. Can't, can't think so. thank you enough for all the time. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but the ca- main cabin masters are my guys. Yeah, they right? blocked our hotline number. <laughs> you're gonna watch that show now. Oh, I'm totally gonna watch. Gonna it say, does sound cool. You're gonna say, "Okay, I get it." Yeah. In fact, I think Kenny has mentioned that that's a show he likes. I'm gonna ask him when he gets. Oh, in good. Here. It's a great show. Yeah. And and this is what I love about this right now is I'm cutting into more of Johnny's time, like I use, like I usually do. You might I don't. Have, yeah, you might as well have been late. I don't want to change anything. The new time for John Heights News is two thirty four, not two thirty. Who said it was two thirty? The network? Oh, some network thing I got to worry about? The program director. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, John. Joe Souchere. I'm really sorry, man. Okay, my apologies, John. I'm sorry again. Thanks, Jay. It's cloudy and 28 degrees. The girls' hockey tournament going on. Double A division in the quarterfinals. Centennial beat Lakeville South 2 0 this morning. And uh, right now, Egan and Hill Murray are playing. They're done with two periods. It's Egan 2, Hill Murray nothing. So that yeah. Centennial crew, they got a good chance to win at all. Okay. That Centennial crew. Now, listen, okay, which one of these three gets me the girls' hockey tournament I don't on believe TV. it's on your – it's not on TV. Not it's yet. not? I don't think it's on until usually until till the, the championship. Semi, well, semis. Or semis, think, I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. yeah. So And these are the quarterfinals. So. You're the one that works for the station. <laughs> I good know. Good and point. usually we don't have a 9 o'clock newscast when the women's hockey's on. Yeah, I, I don't because I checked this morning and I don't believe it's Look, on. I got three of these. I'll I got three of these boxes right in here. Besides, I'm watching what? downhill skiing. Johnny will, Johnny will understand this. These are boxes. These are not remotes. When I was a kid, it was called boxes. the box. Give My dad would say, give me the box. Yeah. 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 yeah so I got on. three boxes. It's not on? Nope, not on. Oh, man. I don't usually give or oh, talk man. about even. We don't usually talk about consolation games. But yeah. in Class A. But we have uh, a rooting interest. We have a rooting interest. Yep. And a certain team won. So I, what does that mean for the show tomorrow? Anything? Oh, or? boy. He's out of here. He better not be off again tomorrow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know when they. Well, third place game should be later in the day, right? Six o'clock yeah, probably. Yeah, it would be before the. Yeah. Where's Ruck? Why is Ruck? <laughs> why is he not here? Yeah, hardest working producer in Rome. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Pat. It's not my call. <laughs> well, they won anyway, so we'll see what happens. Uh, at the Olympics, the U.S. women. Got the gold medal if you yeah. missed it in the early morning hours. Beat Canada 3-2 to two in a shootout at Gangyang Hockey Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice performance from rookie goaltender Maddie Rooney, who's a friend of my kids, by the way. Huh? Seriously? Yeah, no well, kidding. She, she's an Andover gal, and we're, yeah. we, we live in Andover. Yeah, well, I was so. telling Reavers at the top of the show, I had all these connections to these from my daughter's playing days. Yeah, all the, Maddie Rooney played with her at UMD. Um, she played with um, Sydney Morin at mm-hmm. UMD, and... Uh, she, some of those girls she played with when she, since she was in, you know ten years old, yeah. and so for me, I was the, the whole sweaty palms and the heart rate up, the whole thing. I, I Great had, game last night. I had no connection whatsoever. And a few days ago, my kid said, "You know, Maddie uh, plays goalie for the Olympic team." And <laughs> yeah. I said, "What?" And really? she was a she saved it for. I mean, and no pun intended. That's what I read this morning. She yeah. saved it for him. Yeah, in the she paper. did. Yeah, I stayed up till one thirty. That a boy. Yep. Meanwhile, uh, Team USA is into the men's curling gold medal match. Oh, they upset yeah. Canada yeah. in curling. We are whipping some Canadian butt. This There's time only around. one thing I would want to be part of if I go to the Olympic Village or if I go to cover the Olympics or if I'm just there as a fan. 
That's to be part of the winning curling team's celebration. Because <laughs> you know those guys party. Yeah, that's all there is. Well, they we had from the, the bar to the curling We place, had the husband know? of one of the gals in the Canadian team yeah. that was double fisted in beers <laughs> 9 at 9 a.m. during her event. <laughs> those guys do not mess around. Can't blame them. Now, hey, guys, I got one that says big TV, small TV. I'm guessing big TV, uh, right? No, that one on your left hand controls the channels in there. Big TV. Yes. Yeah, all right. How do I get the curling on? <laughs> What channel is the curling? Jesus. No. <laughs> it's like it's I like my dad curling. and Joe Sushri had a child <laughs> and it was not able to figure out electronics well, to your capacity. Uh, I, I can get the ch- channel, but just tell me tell me the channel number so I don't screw it up. Uh eleven. Really? Yeah. I thought it was two twenty. No, am. it's on NBC. Don't, well, that's the I've been watching it on two twenty. MSNBC I think, it's, I think it's on SN. NBC SN. S- Jay, you That's know we're it. on, right? You know we're on. The yeah, air. you know we're on yeah, the air, right? But so I was okay. going to watch Just the. Checking. I wanted to watch the curling too. Well, well, I was you on. already know who won. Oh well. <sighs> yeah. By the way, I was going to act like I didn't hear it. Folks were really sorry. By the way, the, uh, yeah. if you want to watch that gold medal match, they play Sweden, the curling team, the gold medal match. Yeah, you're going to have to stay up really late. It's at twelve thirty-five a.m. Saturday, and these take two and a half to three hours. So you'd be up, you know, till three or four in the morning. Twelve thirty-five a.m. Saturday. That's correct. So, so that's just really Friday midnight. night. Friday yeah, night. Just We're talking midnight. Friday night. That always throws me when you do the, uh, you know, twelve thirty a.m. Saturday. Well, I even last night, I really wanted to stay up. I watched the beginning of the game, but I got a three-year-old that wakes me up at yeah. five o'clock in the morning. I can't be up until two. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. I didn't know seven of the ladies playing. <laughs> and had such an emotional connection. I don't think I'd have stayed up till one thirty. Right. Yeah. I told Reavers, Johnny, I, I'm late to the show always. It just dawned on me when they started the game. I'm like, I heard you. Yeah. Wow. I know these girls. I watched about ten, it ten minutes of it, and then I decided it's kind of late, and I need to read. <laughs> I did a Joe Sushri. I need to go read. <laughs> I need to go read. I always do that in the library at home. That's where I take care of my reading. News notes from today, Invergrove Heights police issued uh, issued a community safety alert after a 10-year-old reported a man motioned for the boy and his Mm. siblings to come into a neighbor's backyard on Tuesday. Police report the incident happened around 5.30 in the evening near Woodlawn Preserve Park. The 10-year-old took his siblings into the house after police say the unidentified man attempted to beckon him over to another backyard. The child called a parent to report the incident. Police said adults checked the area, couldn't locate the man, and didn't see any unknown vehicles. The man described as being white, 30 to 40 years old with an average build, no facial hair. Also described as wearing a black jacket and a black stocking cap. The police department said it does not have enough evidence to classify the case as child luring at this time, but it is encouraging parents to talk to their kids about safety precautions. They'd like anyone, of course, who sees any suspicious activity in that area to call 911. Hey, um, I'm no technical expert, John, by yeah. any means, but I'm watching the uh, the fill-in host over there oh, change God. the channel, yeah. <laughs> and he's using the stabbing method. <laughs> When he's trying to get the channel button to kick in gear. How's that working? It actually worked when I started the stab. I didn't even know I was doing that, but it worked. Did you see that? Wow. It finally changed the channel. You're our special little friend. And what I I didn't understand was why when I hit, you know, the channel up, it wasn't moving at all. Not in the least bit. I had to give it one of these. Where? Give it the stab. And I thought, well, maybe you got to hit the number. Some of them you got to do the number and not the channel changer, right? Yeah. You're not listening to me anymore. Not right? at all. Not, I didn't think so. No, Started right. tuning Thank me out at about 206. Yep, 206. When it was, hey, when uh, when Chase, it was Chase, man. Remember, remember that long cabin you built that had two rooms? That's so cool. Not sure. I want to come hang out with you guys. I do. I want to hang out with them so bad. Did I blow my chance? Oh, probably. 
Yeah, they were just being nice because they were on the radio. Oh, they're shut getting, up. They're getting some publicity, so they were they right. played along, you know. From the Why o- do you guys do me like that? I'm kidding. They love <laughs> Why you. Why do you do it? I don't even know if they do they In fact, were, they already called back to follow up to make sure you that you were going to come to me. Thank you You're a fine liar, Mr. Reed. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Just please <laughs> lie to me because I want to go hang out with them, all right? From the Oops Department, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau admitted today that a convicted Sikh extremist has been invited to dine with him in New Delhi. And Trudeau said the invitation to Jaspal Atwal, who was found guilty of trying to assassinate an Indian minister in 1986, had been revoked after he found out and those at fault had taken responsibility. (laughs) Trudeau has been at pains during his visit to quash long-simmering perceptions in India that his administration is soft on Sikh extremists. This latest scandal emerges on the eve of his meeting with Prime Minister Narendu Modi, who had been notably absent during Tudor's week-long trip through India with his family. Uh, Atwal, for his part, the fellow that was invited, had been convicted in a botched assassination attempt on an Indian cabinet minister in 1986. Why was Trudeau in the news like a week or two ago? Remind he said, me. Uh, he uh, said the comment about humankind. That's instead right. Of yeah, man, that's instead right. of mankind. Okay. Yeah. All right. He said it was tongue in cheek. Yeah, he said it was meant taken out of context. Yes, meant to be funny. Joking around. So, what do we do now? Uh, Let's step away for a moment. We'll let you figure out the TV situation. We'll come back with Dave Dahl. Dave Dahl. That's it. That's what I meant. And here we go again with Dave Dahl, our good friend from Channel 5 downstairs, with some uh, eh, just uh, not the greatest news, huh, Dave? Yeah, it's going <laughs> to it's gonna be a mess by later on this afternoon. Yeah. Right now that snow is spreading across far southern Minnesota, but it is getting closer to the metro, and I think we'll start to see it uh, pop up here in the next hour and a half to two hours. So uh, right around the time, uh, the middle of the rush hour, we'll probably have quite a mess going on. The snow is going to start off fairly light and get heavier as we get to about between 9 p.m. and 2 a.m. I think the heaviest snow will fall. We're going to get 2 to 4 inches, 5 inches in a few spots, uh, but definitely enough to mess up the roads by later on tonight and early tomorrow. I think tomorrow's rush hour could be a little slow as well. I just saw Juhas's tweet about Sioux City, Iowa, Dave, and the roads already look like a mess down there. It is. It's uh, gross. Yeah, it's, and that's heading this way. <laughs> gross. So uh, tomorrow morning, we'll start off with some flurries and then partly cloudy sky guys in the afternoon 32 for the mild high tomorrow 32 again on saturday saturday now they've issued a winter storm watch uh, slightly heavier snow is expected on saturday anywhere from four to eight it's going to give us a total in that five to ten inch range uh, for the two days of snowfall 32 again on saturday sunday it looks drier some morning light snow flurries then partly cloudy in the afternoon 32 but it's going to be uh, cooler as the day goes on temps are going to start to fall off and it will be gusty as well very windy Monday, not bad, 34, 37 on Tuesday, 38 on Wednesday, as well as Thursday. So we have a nice little meltdown the middle to the end of next week. Going for a high today of about 30. Right now we're at 28, and I have the records for the date. What do you got, man? 59 on this date. 59. Well, last I'd take year. that. Last year. Last year. That's three uh, days in a row, oh, I think, oh, oh. with record highs last year. That's cruel. And then 22 <laughs> below zero Oof. in 1873. Well, thankful for that, I guess. You know what, Dave? Yes. Uh, you have now, I'm supposed to be here to four with Royce with what you've just said. I'm out of here at three 30. Nice. I ain't messing with that traffic. Get out four. early. Thank yeah. you, Dave. You yep. gave me reason. See ya. I love Dave for that. So you don't want to stick around and do the beer show with me tonight? <laughs> no, without, if I got that snow going, like he's talking about. Get out four. here at seven. I'll get home about Ooh, midnight. Midnight. Yeah. Cause you got to go all the way to almost the Minnesota, Iowa border, right? Chaska. Ch- Ch- the Chaska right, That's area. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Almost the Iowa border. So yeah, you, you might have a two hour drive. You know, you mentioned curling. 
Yes, sir. Uh, How do I find it? We've got the new Chaska Curling Club. You do? That's out there. <laughs> okay. Oh, so you, you've, you haven't seen this place? I have not. It's magnificent. You're, you're serious. 100% serious. So you know the, where the old 212 used to run through the heart of Chaska? Yes, I do. That's now Highway 61. Right. So where that intersects with Highway 41, that intersection right there, they built... Uh, the brand new Chaska Curling Club. When did this go in? Uh, when did they build that? Because I've been out there in the last six months some time ago. Uh, it was at night, but yeah, I don't remember seeing some big glis- glistening. I what? don't know how you missed it. So, Well, I guess if you aren't paying attention. You could go right I by. I don't it. think it's. Because how big could a curling club be? It's massive. I mean, it's the size of a, it's the size of a small school. Huh? Yeah, it's really cool. It's the wife and I have been out there for dinner because they've got the Crooked Pine Ale House that's right there, and their food is tremendous. Have you gone over and done the the curl? No, but what's neat is where you sit in the restaurant. Yeah, they have it you open. Can watch. You can watch people like if it's a league or if it's just some yeah. guy that rented it for an hour or whatever. You can watch them do it. It's really cool. I've done it. Have you done it? I've I've yet to do it. I want to join a league, but I'm I'm a beginner and I don't have enough friends well, that want to try it with me. Oh, tell them to grow up. It's what's what well, is we to all have try? young kids. That's the it's, it's it's not a matter of wanting to do it. It's a matter oh, of availability uh, and free time. Because oh, you said I don't know if they want to try. Yeah, because we have me. young we have get, young kids. Just slap them upside the head and say get out and try. It's hilarious. Oh, I I would love to do it. I, I really did, would. I did it over there at the old St. Paul Curling Club by the Happy Gnome, which is yep. not going to be the Happy Gnome anymore. But anywho, uh, you think it okay? I went into it cocky as with most things because I'm a pure athlete, right? I mean, yeah. I, it goes without saying. When I think of you, I think of pure athlete. Well, yes. well, my nickname in high school football with the brothers was, I've told you this. Do you remember the nickname? I don't remember it, but I know oh, you've said it in the year before. Sugar Shoes. <laughs> sugar Shoes. Oh, man, that boy got some sweet feet, man. Look at that boy's feet. You got some sweet feet. That's some sugar shoes. And it was Sugar Shoes. Oh, I thought it meant that you were lighting the loafers. <laughs> Oh, no, quick, okay. quick. Well, maybe lighten the loafers, too, for all I know. Sugar I shoes. Quick. I sugar. did not know that. I okay. Mean, man, man, he's got some sweet feet. No, that's some sugar shoes, baby. And so I became sugar shoes. Okay. So you mock me. No, I, I'm, I'm learning. Fine. I'm learning. That's fine. Because <laughs> I'm a natural athlete. Curling is really, really hard. And you will face plant. You will face plant. I'm, I'm sure I will. Because you, you, especially when you do the <laughs> the shovel, the scraping. What do we call it? Do we call I, it shoveling or do we call it scraping? Sweeping. I sweeping. Think. Okay, I think it's sure. It's the sweep. Uh, and I was pretty good at it because I had an Italian mother, and if I wasn't moving the, the if I wasn't moving the broom fast enough, you got enough, it upside the head. I got it upside the head. So yeah. as soon as I could hear my Italian mother in my ear, man, I swept. Awesome. But I went down two or three times. Uh, bring knee pads. You and sugar shoes. Huh? Sweet feet. Sweet feet. Come on, bro. You got some <laughs> sweet feet, man. We'll take a break. Live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios, Mr. Jay Coles, filling in for the Mayor Joe Souchere today. Can I turn your mic on? Because I know you're talking to Kenny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was Kenny's fault. No, I'm not mad that you're, I'm not upset that you're late. I just, I'm I'm worried about the content being discussed when you and Kenny are in the same room together. we were talking about our affections I don't want to know. No, no, no. For the the main cabin master. See, I told you, I thought Kenny had mentioned that show to me before off the air. And, and... Our secret affinity love crush, not on Chase, but on the sister Ashley. He is said, it, isn't her husband on the show? Yeah, he is. But it was funny because Kenny goes, you know, Kenny goes, ah, oh, did you like, you know, I watched the first two and I was so annoyed by her. 
that I wanted to kill her. And he goes, and then by the end of the year, and I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> you want to marry her, right? <laughs> he goes, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, we're going to talk about it when you get in here. I'm. He is a cat, main cabin master guy. Love it. Told you. Is that not, is that enough seal of approval for would, you? Would he have went as big a Chris Farley with Paul McCartney at it uh, as you had no. during the interview? Probably not. No, he handles that better than I do. Sure. I try not to be that guy. Sure. <laughs> but I can't help myself. Yeah. If I really dig it, I'm going to be that guy because I can't do anything else. I didn't even know. I felt so much pressure. I didn't know what to ask him. Well, and the beauty, because see, most people you know, think that I with, with Kenny, Kenny's a complex creature in that he doesn't really like you unless he spits venom at you and pretends <laughs> right. he hates you. That's that true. means he kind of thinks you're okay. okay. Yeah. That's exactly right. Right. I, 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 I buckled under the pressure. I, I did. I, 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 it was Chase. It was Ashley. It was the crew who, 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 yeah, they're my heroes, man. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send them. Do we have a garage logic t-shirt? They wear t-shirts all the time on the show. Because they're carpenters. Oh, that's pretty smart. And they have different bars. Hey, or whatever. here's the show that you were on. I'm gonna send them. Do we have? What do we have? Uh, we'll find some, like KSTP or I don't well, know. Well, yeah, we've got we've got some leftover stuff from the fair. I'm sure somewhere lying around here. I'm gonna no send idea. them each a different one. There's five regulars on the show, three main, and and the, I guarantee you they'll wear one. On we the even segment. have the GL. The, my wife's got the the girl GL shirt that she loves. She loves that shirt. We can send that to Ashley. Fantastic. And I bet they'll wear it. Now, what do I do now? You look like you're reaching for a button. Oh, I'm out of here, man. I'll be here with Royce at 3 o'clock. Right? Sports talk is coming Sports up talk. next. I'm right sorry. Here. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>